everybody, welcome to another edition of the Ralph Graves Show. I am so happy to have you guys on here this evening. We, I, I had to get somebody from the front lines tonight. Um, we're going through this pandemic and some other things, and, and I had to go reach out and get a friend of mine. She is the director of nursing at Riverfront Rehab. Her name is Carla Garcia. Carla, what's up? Welcome to the Ralph Graves Show. How are you? I'm doing well, Ralph. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you know, and um, you guys, I, you know, before we even jump into that, before we even jump into that, um, you know, I just want to thank you for coming on the show and, and being a part of it and whatnot and doing what you do um, and, and being a director of nursing out there at, uh, at Riverfront uh, uh, Rehab and, and whatnot. And uh, you still maintain a smile on your face. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. You have to. <laughs> so, <laughs> It seems like this this whole 2020, it seems like, you know, it's just been one thing after another, just been one thing after another with with everything from pandemics to uh, civil unrest to, you know, whatever's going on. And, and, and you guys just just stay at it day in and day out. So tell me, what what is the culture like? What, matter of fact, tell our listeners who you are, a little bit of your journey. How long have you been uh, a nurse and, and things like that? Okay. So I'm um, currently the director of nursing at Riverfront Rehab in Pensacola, New Jersey. Uh, we are a skilled nursing facility with also a long-term care com um, component. So what we do is we provide medically necessary treatments that's performed by licensed personnel, registered nurses, uh, uh, licensed practical nurses, occupational therapists, physical therapists, speech, uh, speech therapists, audiologists, so you can find that in my building. Um, after the care is provided, uh, we do provide long-term care services. So if your loved one um, cannot live independently, needs the supervision, um, normally it has to be 24-hour supervision, then they would qualify to stay um, at our facility. Um, I've been a nurse for almost 12 years. Um, I started at Hahnemann University. And I just managed my way to, um, you know, find long-term care, skilled nursing. I find that uh, the man, I, I find it as, you know, my passion, and um, you know, being in the management, and um, I, I feel that that's my niche. You know, when it comes to nursing, I, I do still perform bedside nursing, um, but I'm I'm normally geared towards on the management end. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you said that. that's a great way for us to start is that so many people work outside of what they really like to do and what they really love to do. You seem to have found it. You said you found it, you seem to have found it. And um, did you find it right away or was it part of a journey? Um, let's see. I think I was two years into my nursing career. Um, I stumbled upon a, a staffing agency. Okay you know, and they sent me to skilled nursing facilities. And I found, you know, that skilled nursing facilities, I was just a, a more advanced, yeah. um, you know, than a regular floor nurse. So I quickly moved up, you know, from a supervisory role to a unit manager role, and then just made my way from um, being a nurse educator and assistant director of nursing and a now director of nursing. Because it's um, I'm going to be honest with you. It's hard. <laughs> Every day I, I question myself, yeah. um, you know, how I do it and why I do it. Um, and it just boils down to I actually love what I do. 
Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important for us and important for our listeners and our viewers to know that uh, it's not going to be easy. Even in, even in loving what you do, you say you still question yourself, like, why in the world am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Every day during these COVID times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, I know it's probably a loaded question what I'm going to ask next. And, and I mean, has it rocked your facility? It has. Yeah. Um, we have received our first positive um, patient late, though. Um, a lot of facilities, you know, were affected in February and March. My building did not get affected until May. Okay. And I, I think that because, you know, we at least had a foundation to follow, you know, from the other facilities um, where they didn't have that much guidance. CDC, the Department of Health, they were all new to this. Right. So, you know, there were so many changes that were being made on a daily basis. Okay. Okay. And so since my facility um, did not get affected until the first week of May, we at least had, you know, a foundation of what, um, what worked and what didn't work sure. at other buildings. Sure. sure. So it was a lot easier to manage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure that, uh, how have you, how have you managed to stay healthy? Give us some health tips. I mean, you guys are, are in and on it. How have you managed to stay healthy, stay out of it, <laughs> stay, stay out of it or, or not? not oh, uh, gosh, you know what? Um, are you, what are you eating? What are you doing? Well, uh, initially it was a shock. I was in the shock mode. I worked 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. I was a zombie. Wow. So, um, yeah, that was not healthy. Okay. Um, I do have to honestly say I do have a strong support system. Okay. Um, my family, I have friends. Okay. Um, I actually just started working out again. All right. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> it took an extra push from um, a friend of mine um, that got me to work out. I started uh, walking Cooper River Park. Okay. Um, now I've upgraded to jogging. <laughs> All right, very good. Half of Cooper River Park, so I'm getting there. But um, yeah, so it's become a stress reliever as well. So not, it's not just for my health, but right. it's also to relieve my stress. Right. right. Um, you know, prior to that, I would just come home, turn off the lights, and just lay there and meditate and yeah. go to sleep. You know, that, that was the only way I found my peace. I've been hearing a lot about um, people meditating and meditating. I do it myself. Just, yeah. just meditating and 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 kind of you know drinking it in, just wusa, take it down, you know, and uh, it it does really seem to work. It really seems to. You know, another thing I've been doing too. I've been doing yoga. Believe it or not. And you know what? I was starting to get into yoga prior to COVID. Yeah, and I, I then now listen. I don't go to yoga classes. I go I YouTube. No? YouTube. Okay. YouTube. Okay. Dinner and um. You know, I'm a big weightlifting guy. I just that, you know, they're big, strong. But I tell you what, they ain't got nothing to do with yoga. My, was, <laughs> it, it beat me up. It beat me up. Like, you know, but thank God that I'm, I'm flexible. I mean, it's really helped me with my flexibility. Right. I don't want to you know what it's called. I don't want to be the guy um, who actually. Wait, that walks around like this? Right. Like that. But not only that, you know. <laughs> Does, does it, I, I currently stride when I walk, 
And I don't okay. want to get to the point where I shuffle. Flexibility <laughs> is, is huge. So we have to take care of ourselves. And it's good to hear that you started uh, started jogging as well. Jogging as well. That, that, that's good stuff. So how do you how, how do you juggle a, a busy work schedule? And I, I, I know you're a mom, you know, listeners may not, but how do you juggle it all? I don't know. To be honest with you, Ralph. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm so, I, I've been blessed that, you know, again, I have a lot of support, you know, from my family and from my friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, it, if they were not here to assist me with, you know, with my children, with my home, with work, I, I don't think I would be where I am. And I call that, I often talk about that. I call that our tribe, right? Yes. It's, it's so very important that you choose to have the right tribe around you. In mm -hmm. other words, people that we allow to kind of influence us. And, you know, part of your tribe was that young lady or young man, I'm not sure what it is, who got you running or jogging again. Um, you know, so so how important is that? Did you choose your tribe? Your tribe choose you? Were you, you know, your, your closest support system? Well, you know what? I, I, I do keep to myself. Yeah. Um, my family, you know, chose me. <laughs> Right, right, right. They chose. Uh, but everyone else, um, I, I, I've chosen to be yeah. around. Yeah. Um, I, how does, how I really believe. I'm how, sorry. How does one make that choice? Do you look for certain values? Because I, I look for values in people. Yes. I look yes. for a certain value. You know. I'm around a lot. Of, I'm around a lot of negativity, <laughs> and I love to be around positive people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I tend to absorb energy yeah and so when i'm around other negative people i i, I have to admit i i tend to get negative yeah. and so what i find myself doing is i i gravitate to those that are positive yeah. yeah and so when i'm around positive people it motivates me it uplifts me yeah. um you know it, it, it's what i need you I know, because i know myself yeah, yeah. I believe that energy is real and I believe it can be yeah. transferred. I, I believe that when you walk into a room or somebody walks in a room, all of us, you're either a, a plus or minus to that particular energy that, that's happening. Yes. Yeah. Everybody in our life is either a plus or a minus. And um, yes. you know, that that's good that, that you have that support system, that um ecosystem, if you will, of positivity. Um, yes. You know, uh, around you. What What's the next step for you? What What do you? Or how? You know? Do you see what you're doing? Do you have any any desires outside of of, of nursing professionally? Like, what, what would be the next step? Or have you well, given the next step would be to have my own business. Okay. okay. You know, I've worked so hard yeah. for other people. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Right. For right. me to work this hard, it's because it's for me. I own the business. Yeah. I'm um, sad, you know, it's that that's the next step is just to be a business owner at this point. Well, I see it happening for you. Thank you. Thank I, I do, you. I do, I do see it. I do see it happening for you. And, and um, you know, with with being as professional as you are and doing what you do, um, what are some of the things that you might tell a patient or a client that, that comes in and, and is I, I'm sure you see like, a lot of depression, a lot of, you know, whatever, I'm in rehab because I lost the arm, lost the leg, whatever the case may be. Besides giving them just the physical care, what are some of the messages that, that you know, that you might say or, or, or your staff might say to really kind of get that person back in the right frame of mind to, to heal? Mm -hmm. 
Well, you know what? Um, you should know your, your, your patients. Uh, one thing um, I feel is the, uh, the power of touch. Okay. I, I, I do ask my patient if I am able to give them a hug. Okay. Okay. Or even to touch their hand. Right. Um, you know, because I, I feel like when, when you do do that, when you get to that certain point, I, it makes more of an impact. Yeah. I don't have to say much if I give you a hug right. or if I place my hand on top of your hand. Sure, sure. You know, um, I'm not a talker. <laughs> now, when I'm around you, I talk, but um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm quiet. Right. So for me to sit here and give advice and to say things, that's not really me, yeah. but I, I do want to show empathy and I do like to show, um, you know, that I care. And so with that, I'll, I'll, you know, touch someone's hand, yeah. I'll touch someone's shoulder. Yeah. I'll give them a hug if they're that type of person that likes to receive that. Yeah. And, um, I think just, I connect more with individuals when I, when, um, I show that type of, um, you know, instead of just talking, yeah. I just, now listen, I, I know this, and I, and I, I want to leave the heavy stuff and, and get a little uh -huh. light. I know you love to travel, right? I right? do. I do. What, Guess what? I was already planning on doing something this weekend, right? and it's a Thursday. Okay. <laughs> so. What is an interesting place you care to share with the viewers and the listeners that really impacted you, and maybe you picked up something or learned something, and tell us what you learned while you were there. Let's see. Um, hmm. I was really. I saw one of your social medias one time. Play. Did you go to Iceland or Greenland? Iceland. 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 Now that was, yes. Now that's different because normally I like to travel to tropical places, the yeah. beaches, yeah. somewhere warm. Iceland. Um, but Iceland, no. <laughs> very, very cold. I got to. Um, ride on the um I, it just looked like i was in mars it was so different wow um the snow wow. the wind um it, it was just it, very very different now yes I, I will say that that was that was different from any of the other trips that i went to yeah um and it was shocking to see how the people there it it did not bother them that negative two degrees, because that's what it felt like to me. Wow. I saw women wearing skirts and tank tops, and I had on my ski suit, my two pairs of tights, <laughs> <laughs> my boots, right. and I'm still cold. But wow. yet to them, it, it was just like any other day. And that wow. was shocking. Um, is that, that y'all should visit? <laughs> yes, I say visit. Yeah. Visit. Okay. okay. The Blue Lagoon, um, you know, that's a popular place where they uh, where people go. It's a popular attraction. Go during the day. You have to um, um, purchase your tickets in advance. Otherwise, okay. you know, you won't be able to get in there or it will be at nighttime and it's not. What is, the, what is the Blue Lagoon? So it's a man-made lagoon where um, the water it's, it has silica which is supposedly good for your skin and your hair. But it's too cold to get in the water. But it's hot. 
Really? It's like an, it, well, it's a man-made spring, okay. hot spring. Okay. Yes. Okay. But, um, you know, it's, it's become so popular that everyone has, you know, has, is going there and it, it's get, it gets crowded. Okay. Um, and I didn't do my research. And actually, that trip was a last minute trip that my girlfriend and, and I decided to go to. Okay. We just decided three days before, let's go. Wow. We wow. didn't even have a place to stay until we landed <laughs> and we went and found a hotel room. Wow. wow. <laughs> so, yes. You got to have courage. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up because, yes, that was one of um, the trips that I, I, I will always remember. Yeah. And you got to bring that up because, you know, sometimes folks don't like to travel. They just get stuck in a box. They don't want to go anywhere. They don't want to do anything, you know. <laughs> but but how do you grow? And I, and I think that now how they're traveling those places and, and you may not have ever made the connection, but but how does that make you a better version of who Carla is, especially at the Riverfront Rehab Center. Okay. Well, I mean, you know what, I'm, I'm, fr I'm from the Philippines. Okay. So, um, you know, Philippines, you know, in the 80s, I mean, it's still considered a third world country, but, you know, I came from a third world country. Okay. Um, you know, my, my family came here in the 80s. Okay. We worked hard. I mean, that's all I saw was just my family working hard, two, yeah. three jobs to, you know, to get to where we are now. Yeah. Um, so I know where I came from. I know how hard things can be. I know what is what what's considered poor. Right. Um, I know, you know, I've been around high crime areas, especially in the Philippines, where where at one point it was lawless. Yeah. Um, I hear stories. And um, I have a lot of friends that are, you know, different nationalities from different countries. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's what helped me stay grounded, yeah. you know, without even having to travel to all these different countries. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, having the diversity around me, yeah, I sure. think, um, you know, just really helped me with my career at Riverfront Rehab because I've been exposed to it. I can relate. To a lot of things. That's such a mouthful, right? And I could talk for hours, but you said something. You said you said this. You said I know where I'm from, yes. right? I know where I'm from. I don't. Mm -hmm. Obvious reason. I don't. The, the African American experience is I don't know where I'm from. Yeah. And then you said something about your roots running deep and your foundation. This brings me up to my analogies, right? I've been working on this all day because the tornadoes and everything, right? I see all these overturned trees, and and you you saw some. Yes. All the, my, my brother sent me these pictures of overturned trees. And all the overturned trees, if you notice when they're overturned, a whole big chunk of their, their root system is up with them. Yes. But what I noticed about all those overturned trees, no matter how strong they looked, no matter the foliage, no matter what they looked on the outside, unless their roots ran deep, mm -hmm. the storm came, they were overturned. Yeah. So I don't care how wide our roots spread out, our roots run deep. And and I thank God that, you know, you said it, I have the I have I have roots that run deep. So I know what I know who I am, I know where I'm from. So, you know, you're able to do your job to the best of your ability, able to influence people's lives. When the storms have come in your life, you've been able to stand strong in those storms. And I celebrate you for that. And um 
I, I think that's just awesome. interpreted so eloquently. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but I celebrate you for that. I envy you for that, but uh-huh. for having those strong roots running deep and um, uh, being able to navigate the storms of life in and out and, and, and well-traveled and going everywhere. I mean, you know, you're 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 on to some huge things. Your business is way out. It's 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 in front of you, and you're going to get there. It's going to happen for you. Make no mistake about it. I know you're going to run your own your own business, but you have been truly inspiring to me uh, uh, and the and the viewers and, and listeners to this podcast. If you had to say one final word to them, what what would you say to encourage some of the listeners here? Because there's some young lady, some young man who probably doesn't think that this can happen for them. They're looking at you like, oh my God, she's a, they don't think it can happen for them. What what can you tell them right now? Yes, it can. Yes, it can. <laughs> yes, it can. Yes, it can. Um, it's gonna be hard. Yeah. Be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But you know, stay committed, stay yeah. determined, stay positive, be around the right people yeah. that will help get you there. Because you know what? You can't do it by yourself. Wow. wow. You can't. You you really need the help from others. And and you know, certain things may not seem like it's help, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for the encouraging words. Thank you for sitting with me. Will you come back again if I if, if I call you back? Of course, Ralph, always. Yeah, because you add value to the program and thank you for bearing with me and, and thank you for always being uh, supportive of of, of what I'm doing. But but guys, there you have it. There you have it. Uh, Carla Garcia, the director of nursing at I said Riverfront, Riverfront Rehab. Rehab. Riverfront Rehabilitation Center. Now, now, if someone wanted to drop your email for whatever, is there a, is there a work email, personal email? It's just, you know, if they want to yeah. hear Well, my work email is cgarcia at riverfrontrehab.com. We do have a general um, email. It's info at riverfrontrehab.com. Say that one more time. Info at riverfrontrehab.com. Okay. Okay. Thank you for being um, a good sport. Thank you for being a great guest. Thank you for being the hero of this episode along with the viewers and the listeners. Guys, I'm Ralph Graves Jr. Thank you for checking it out, and um, I'll see you again next time. Thanks.